0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, May 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. House urged to consider water infrastructure. Disaster aid stopped again. Climate impacts on rangelands. House pushes to include water systems in infrastructure package. Representative Jim Costa of California led the bipartisan effort alongside Dan Newhouse of Washington. They drafted a letter urging the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee to include water infrastructure provisions in the coming package. Signing onto the letter were 54 other members of Congress, including seven other California representatives from agriculturally rich regions. In a statement, Costa pointed out that Our water systems were constructed in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. That's why our levees and flood control systems were recently given a D rating by the American Society of Civil Engineers, he said. On that note, UC Davis engineer Professor Jay Lund gives Ag Water Management a B- minus in his own report card on California. In a new blog post, Lund reviews the state's portfolio-based water management, an approach the governor has recently adopted as well. He writes that water suppliers for ag are usually effective at employing a range of solutions to manage surface and groundwater among farmers and agencies. He then warns of a more difficult future, however. UC studying climate impacts on rangelands. Scientists at UC Agriculture and Natural Resources will soon be manipulating temperatures and rainfall under future climate scenarios at a new Sierra Foothills research site. A system of tracks and hydraulic motors will move and lift 16 research plots around the state. Unfortunately, livestock won't be on those tracks, just the various types of forage ranchers feed their herds. Ranchers in California rely solely on rain-fed forage. They transport cattle through the foothills to the coast or further north to more productive areas as the season necessitates. The research should provide key insights into how ranchers can adapt to water scarcity. Now keep in mind, at the onset of California's five years of extreme drought, Rangeland livestock producers were the first to be impacted. A 2016 survey found that 70% had reduced their herd sizes to compensate and nearly as many were purchasing feed. Disaster aid unlikely this week. House Democrat leaders say they will try again Thursday to pass the disaster bill, but it looks increasingly likely that the final House vote won't happen until lawmakers return from this week's recess. Democratic leaders tried to put the bill to a voice vote again during a pro forma session on Tuesday, but Representative Tom Massey, a Republican of Kentucky, blocked any action measure. Bringing up the bill during a pro forma session requires unanimous consent, so any one lawmaker who is present in the chamber can block a vote. Texas GOP Representative Chip Roy thwarted the vote last Friday. There will be another pro forma session tomorrow. If the bill is blocked yet again, it will pass overwhelmingly when the full House returns next week. That according to Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, a Democrat of Maryland. Massey says House leaders should have kept the chamber in session long enough to vote on the bill last week after the Senate passed it. Keep in mind, in addition to covering prevented plantings, the bill also would compensate producers for flood damage, distorted grain, and for crops damaged by hurricanes, wildfires, and by flooding. USDA answers legal question on hemp. Lawyers for USDA have released a legal opinion that attempts to clarify legal issues surrounding the production of industrial hemp. Among four key points, the Office of General Counsel says industrial hemp is no longer a controlled substance and states cannot prohibit the shipment of hemp that is produced under the pilot projects authorized by the 2014 Farm Bill. The legal opinion says once USDA finalizes hemp regulations mandated by the 2018 Farm Bill, states and tribes cannot restrict shipment of the crop when it's grown under the authority of a USDA plan. Group challenges legality of sage-grouse plants. A watchdog group claims the Interior Department plans to manage the greater sage-grouse in six western states illegally was approved. Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility, or Peer, said the plan for Colorado, Idaho, Nevada, Northern California, Oregon, Utah, and Wyoming was approved by Bureau of Land Management official Brian Steed, who was never Senate approved as the BLM director, a requirement in order to respond to protests of previously proposed plan, according to Peer. Peer demanded Interior Secretary David Bernhardt withdraw the six planned amendments. The Interior Department called Peer's allegations, quote, factually and legally wrong. Steed did not sign the protest responses, but even if he had, it would have been consistent with the law, according to Interior. Here's today's He Said It. California is by far the most difficult state to deal with that we farm in, out of seven states. That Jeff Huckabee, president of Grimway Farms, the world's largest organic producer, discussing regulatory challenges for organic agriculture in California. For more on how organic farmers are dealing with labor, regulatory, and other issues, read this week's Agripulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, May 29th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.